TKM Incorporated in Moss, Tennessee is a construction company that specializes in erosion control, seeding, and soil, hydro seeding, hydro mulch, minor excavation, and silt fence. They also provide traffic control and construction signs. Their business is keeping people safe, but their passion, their mission, is they wish that all men could be saved. TKM has adopted the nickname, The King's Men, because as they serve you, they also serve the King. If they could provide any of their services for you, please contact them at 931-243-3958. That is 931-243-3958. Or you can contact them on the net at tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. That is tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. TKM Incorporated is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is proud to partner with the Huntsville Police Citizens Foundation. This organization exists for the sole purpose of providing resources and assistance to our local law enforcement community. You can become a partner with us and go to hpcitizensfoundation.org and make a direct donation, or you could participate in our police memorial and buy a brick in honor of someone that you know or love, or you could come out and be a part of the Peel Hill Classic Run that is going to be revived in the Huntsville area. The run will take place on March the 30th. You can sponsor a runner, sponsor a team, or just sponsor the event in some way. All the funds will go directly to the Huntsville Police Citizens Foundation in us building a bedrock of financial resources to give assistance to our local law enforcement community. HPCitizensFoundation.org and Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure. I would probably call this the schizophrenic podcast, but I'd be using the word schizophrenia wrong. Schizophrenia means the split mind, but it means it's it's split from reality. But Hollywood and our accommodative use of the word means that sometimes we talk about schizophrenia being a, a, a split personality, and that, that's that's kind of what I mean that I would call this the schizophrenic podcast. It's it's a wrong use of the term, but it's an accommodative use of the term. You see, a theme in, in a lot of what I write and even a lot of what I talk about here is about limit setting and having boundaries. Uh, in the book, Grappling with Life, Controlling Your Inside Space, you know, there's, there's the, I'm not going to be responsible for things that I can't control. I'm not going to let somebody else control things that don't belong to them. They, they can't control my mood. They can't control my happiness. They can't control my spirituality. They can't control my success. They can't control my satisfaction. Uh, I'm going to be very careful not to let a connection with somebody become an entanglement. Space equals escape. Contact equals control. And I'm going to manage the quality and the duration of my connections with people so that dangerous or toxic or harmful people can't make these dangerous connections with me. You see, if I can control one of your limbs and can entangle it, not only can I manipulate you and control you, I can cripple you. And I know those are true. 
and and those are things that involve our health, our our spiritual health, our emotional health, our mental health, and in lots of cases, our physical health. And and although I believe those principles are true, and I believe those are valid, and I believe that that we need to spend a lot of time understanding those and living by those. I, I also understand that sometimes we have these noble, righteous ideas about limit setting and boundaries, and, and and it interferes with our ability to be compassionate. It interferes with our ability to, to be careful and caring. Now, for the most part, I believe that most people who behave badly behave badly because of trauma. I believe they were wounded. I really don't believe there's that many just pure evil people in the world. And the the evil people that I know are just victims of evil themselves. Now, that doesn't make them any less evil. But so many times when we confront the evilness or the toxicity in other people, we have to put up such careful boundaries and we have to be mindful of our own health that we don't let the evil or the dose toxicity exceed its limits so that we don't get hurt ourselves. But at the same time, i got to be aware that those those people are hurting. They've been hurt. And they need help. I think when it comes to compassion, I'm I'm a hypocrite. And I, I don't mean that in the the sense of the word that, that I'm a liar. I, I'm I mean it from the sense of the word that I'm inconsistent. And this will be the strangest confession. And and there's not a a super application to this podcast. It's just a confession. I'm just, I'm, I'm talking out loud. And I blame the puppies. I know, I know puppies. We had seven Spanish water dogs born into our home about five weeks ago. And they do something to me. I don't know if it's their innocence I don't know if it's their weakness. I don't know if it's their vulnerability. But there's something that happens inside me when I'm around the puppies. First of all, when I come home and, and they maul you, they, they, you, you step into the backyard and you yell, pup-pups. And then this this tsunami of, of wriggling fur runs at you and they meet you with unadulterated joy and they try to untie your shoes and they want to nibble and everybody wants to be picked up and have their ears fluffed and... There's just a sense of unconditional acceptance. But then it's the innocence. And they roam around the backyard and they are totally oblivious to the things in the yard that can hurt them. They will walk off the deck. They will run under the deck. They'll find a hole and escape through the fence. They'll nibble on things that puppies shouldn't nibble on. And, and you never attribute to them that they're being evil or mean or hard-headed or rebellious or rambunctious. They, they get into trouble. They get into those situations. They don't know what lives under the deck. They don't understand about gravity. 
They don't know what lives outside the fence. They don't know that some of the things they want to nibble on are, are toxic to them. But they get in trouble not because they're evil. They get in trouble because they're innocent. They're innocent. And they do things wrong. And then I have to intervene. And then when I pick them up and I feel I feel those little hearts beating underneath those ribs and against my head. And sometimes it frightens me that I that I pick them up and their little hearts are beating. I wonder, did I scare them because I picked them up? They don't want to ever go inside. They they always just want to stay outside and play. And, and sometimes you have to make them go in, and, and, and I grab, right now they weigh eight pounds. And I grab a little eight-pound puppy in my hand, and, and he squirms, and he wiggles, and, and I hold him just firm enough that he can't fall, but I, I never want to hold him in such a way that it feels like I'm overpowering him. I don't want him to be afraid. I don't want him to be afraid of me. Now, I'll hold a 250-pound man down against his will and relish in the fact that I did it and, and am able to do it, but I don't, I don't want to hold those puppies like that. I, I don't want them to think that I'm scary. I don't want them to think that I'm, I'm, I'm mean. I don't want them to think that I'm even powerful. And when they're afraid, when they're scared, when they get out of where they're supposed to be and they get in the house and they get lost and they cry... I jump up and I search for them immediately. And it, it even affects my hunting. I, I think about animals in a different way when there's puppies in my house. It's it's like I don't want I don't want to be the person who's who's frightening animals. I don't want the puppies to know that I kill animals. Is is that silly? And yet I have all this compassion for these for these puppies. And then I think about the innocent or the lost or the clueless or the wayward or the unsophisticated. And then they get into trouble just like puppies do. And, and often it's not because they're mean or nefarious or evil. It's it's just because they're lost. I, I wrote this a number of years ago when a man that I knew and a man that I used to be friends with died. If you know where you are and you know where you want to be, but you just don't know how to get there. Are you actually lost? The man in the hospital bed was, was heart lost. He knew where he was, or, or at least he had known. He, he wasn't happy. There was a deep-seated unhappiness in his soul. He, he wasn't content. You can't do that many pills that many days in a row and unless you're trying to exorcise yourself of some kind of pain. And I suspect some of that pain was created by his own selfishness. But his selfishness was born from some other kind of pain. I'm not sure how deep his pain was. Because 
even in our closest moments. I don't believe he ever told me the truth when we spoke. And I deeply, deeply believe that on some level he wanted to be different, but just could not find his way. I saw him for the last time last night. I stood at the foot of his bed. He was unconscious. Someone in his family was going to have to make a decision what to do about life support. His bed was surrounded by his children, his siblings, his nieces, his nephews, and my daughter. My daughter has taught me more about compassion than anybody else on the planet. I begged God privately. I stood at the foot of the bed and, and I prayed a silent prayer. And I begged God privately to remember the story that Jesus himself told about the lost. The boy in the story wasn't lost. He'd run away. But I begged God to remember the story that Jesus himself told about the boy who so badly just wanted to come home. I write this sitting in an airport in, on my way to Charlotte. They called the family in this morning around 6 o'clock. And my daughter sent me a text that simply read, T-O-D, 8 a.m. Time of death. Lonnie Beth, my daughter, LB, she and I talked late into the night. She was hurting. And she's mad at the church sometimes, and sometimes she's not. And on this occasion, she asked me, why does the church throw people away? Why, why are there things that people can do and, and, and we think they're unrecoverable? I'm, I'm guilty of it. Oh, I was setting limits. Having healthy, I, I quit loaning him money. No, you, you can't borrow my lawnmower anymore. You can't borrow my ropes anymore. You can't borrow my equipment. I, I'm, I'm afraid you'll just sell it. You know, you can set limits and, and still care. But somehow we've equated setting limits with the permission not to care, not to be involved, and just throw people away. We have disposable gloves. We have disposable cups. We have disposable dishes. We have disposable rain suits. But there are no disposable people. I hope God will forgive me for throwing people away. One of the saddest lines I've ever heard in a Garth Brooks song is, is a line that he says, and then I spent the morning thinking about the ones the wolves pull down. Dear God, please forgive me for the people I've thrown away by action, by inaction, or just considered them disposable in my heart.
please, please, please help me just to be different. I know where I am. And I know where I want to be. I'm just not sure I know how to get there. Using the tool of shortwave radio, World Christian Broadcasting literally covers the world every day with the gospel. They use two large curtain antennas. One is located in Anchor Point, Alaska, and the other in Madagascar. They send out messages that are recorded at their international home in Franklin, Tennessee. They make available 40 hours of broadcast every day. The broadcasts are made in English, Chinese, Russian, Spanish, Portuguese, Korean, English for Africa, and Arabic. They would love for your group to visit them. You can bring your ladies group, your youth group, or your men's group. Just give them a call at 615-371-8707. 615-371-8707. Or you can go to three W's and a dot worldchristian.org. Find the Donate Here button and make a financial contribution to support this work that literally covers the world every day with the gospel. World Christian Broadcasting, in cooperation with Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure.